does. Um, so tonight we're going to talk about um, serving, and I tried to tell God that I thought it seems silly to talk about serving on a Sunday night to people that it seems like are usually pretty good at serving in our church and are kind of like the core people, but I know for a fact that uh, this is what I need to say tonight. Maybe it's for myself. I don't know, but I think it's important, so I'm just going to pray for us before we get started. God, I just... Um, pray for this message you have, God. I pray um, whatever reason you're having me to speak it, God, that um, the words would just be said, God. I pray that it wouldn't be my words, but it would just be your words, God. I pray that um, whoever might need to hear this message, God, would just hear it and um, be willing to respond. God, it's in your name I pray these things. Amen. So I think that Um, this message kind of fits perfectly into what Pastor Brian has been talking about the last few weeks with talking about the different um, giftings we have and talking about um, the importance of loving each other, um, especially because I think that serving is love. Um, But to start out, I want to start with one of my favorite definitions of love I've heard, and this is... um, from another pastor in my life that has shared this with me. So um, it says, love is a demonstrated preference for the well-being of others over and above myself, even at great personal expense by the help of the Holy Spirit. And so I think that's just kind of like the key of what love and serving are all about. You know, it's about the sacrifice that we make um, for others, even when it puts us outside of our comfort zone. Um, so I really like to read the New Testament and to see ways that um, Jesus served others, especially because, like I said, like I'm just really passionate about serving. I think it's super important. Um, and so I think that even though God was the king of kings, like it's just cool to see the stories in the New Testament about him serving, and, you know, he humbled himself to always serve others, and one of my favorites um, is when he washed the disciples' feet, so if you have your Bibles, I'm going to be reading from John 13 tonight, I'll be reading verses 5 through 17, Um, and if you will, will you stand with me as I read the word, please? says, then he poured water into the basin and began washing the disciples' feet and wiping them with the towel which was tied around his waist. When he came to Simon Peter, he said to him, Lord, are you going to wash my feet? Jesus replied to him, you do not realize now what I am doing, but you will fully understand it later. Peter said to him, you will never wash my feet. Jesus answered, unless I wash you, you have no part with me. We can have nothing to do with each other. Simon Peter said to him, Lord, in that case, not only my feet, but also my hands and my head. Jesus said to him, anyone who is bathed needs only to wash his feet, and he is completely clean. And you, my disciples, are clean, but not all of you. For he knew who was going to betray him. For that reason, he said, not all of you are clean. So when he had washed their feet and put his outer robe and reclined at the table again, he said to them, do you understand what I have done for you? You call me teacher and Lord, and you are right in doing so. 
for that is who I am. So if I, the Lord and teacher, washed your feet, you ought to wash one another's feet as well. For I gave you this as an example so that you should, so that you should do in turn as I did to you. I assure you and most solemnly say to you, a slave is not greater than his master, nor is the one who sent greater than the one who sent him. If you know these things, you are blessed, happy, and favored by God if you put them into practice and faithfully do them. You can be seated. So just before this scripture, Jesus is about to give um, the ultimate sacrifice at this time. And so he is about to give his life for ours But yet he paused to do a typical household servant's job because usually um, it was a servant who would wash one's feet as they would welcome guests into their homes. Um, But Jesus, knowing that it was one of the lowest jobs there was, um, decided to wash his disciples' feet. Um, If you're anything like me, I absolutely hate feet. So there's absolutely like nothing that sounds just like worse to me than washing someone's feet. Like it just kind of makes me cringe a little bit. Like of all the things you could have done to serve someone, like why their feet? But (laughs) but, um, whenever I read it, I can't help but stop to think about what that must have truly been like because, you know, they had these dirt roads and so probably... Their feet were covered in dirt, not just like maybe a speck or two here, but probably like filthy dirty. Not to mention they had animals for transportation versus cars, which, you know, conveniently just do their business wherever they feel like it. Um, (laughs) And so, you know, they were probably really blessed and had big street cleaners to clean up that dirt after them like we do, but... Um, I just imagine that their feet were probably not only covered in dirt, but probably like covered maybe in some feces and other gross things that probably no one wants to think about. But yet, for some reason, Jesus did not hesitate to serve his disciples in this way. He didn't moan and complain about the conditions of his his serving. He didn't say like, oh, well, this rag's too dirty, or ew, gross, your feet are more disgusting than the last disciples' feet, Or, oh man, this house doesn't have AC. Can we get some air going? But he just did it as if he dying on the cross a short time later wouldn't be enough. But Peter recognized what Jesus was doing, and he seemed kind of confused whenever he realized what Jesus was doing. And he asked, Lord, are you going to wash my feet? Perhaps he was maybe confused why the king of all kings would be willing to do such a job. Yet after hearing Jesus' response, he allows him to wash his feet anyways. And not only that, but he says, you can wash my whole self. Um, So Peter let Christ serve him. Mark 10.45 says, For even the Son of Man came not to be served, but to serve others and to give his life as a ransom for many. Jesus goes on to make sure that his disciples understand that they're to carry on the mission for him and after him. So he tells them after he's watched each other's feet, um, he asks them, do you realize what I am doing? And so he's um, 
trying to show the disciples the importance of them serving even after Jesus' time has come. And so he um, does this not by just like telling them like, hey, um, you wash these people's feet, make sure you're serving people. Like he actually like truly showed what that should look like. He was willing to get in and do what he was asking others to do as well. And so the same is true for us, I think. We have to understand the importance of serving like Christ because serving like Christ points people to Christ. And so I think we need to understand that none of us are exempt from it. I talk about it all the time with the kids. They probably are sick of hearing me talk about it. I think teens also have special roles that they need to fill and to serve. And obviously adults are not exempt from that either. So... Um, this is just like a little story of um, an impact serving or a lack of serving had in my life. Um, when I was in college, it was the first time that I had been exploring new churches. I grew up in the same church my whole life, and so it was kind of weird to like explore new churches, but um, it was an experience. I walked in to more than one church and was greeted by nobody. Uh, the only time anyone really spoke to me at those churches was when they do those, like, super cheesy handshakes, like, oh, hey, hello, welcome, whenever they're doing greeting time. But nobody was, nobody was there to, like, invite me to anything or to welcome me in or to suggest, like, what Sunday school class might be best fit. And um, if I'm being honest, I didn't go back to those churches because... I didn't feel like anyone took the time to care about me or to serve me. And I'm not saying that that's necessarily like the right reason to like not come back to a church, but you know, um, I think that those people had like communicated to me that I didn't matter and whether that's what they like meant to communicate or not. But because nobody was willing to like take that time and like even recognize me, um, I just, like, I didn't have a desire to go back to those places. And I think that sometimes, like, we forget that serving can even be those little things, like welcoming people into our family. And so, um, yeah, I think that's important. But I think that we need to stop coming to church every week, just always expecting to receive something or to be fed in some sort of way. I think we need to realize that we also need to be serving. I think that God teaches us so much through serving. And so um, I think it's also important because like I said, like serving people points people to Christ. And so we have to get involved into the community and we have to even um, get to serving people, other brothers and sisters in Christ. We can't forget about these people who are sitting in these chairs. And so um, I would just challenge you to ask yourself, when is the last time you truly served someone that is sitting in these chairs? Um, Romans twelve thirteen says, when God's people are in need, be ready to help them. Always be practice, always be eager to practice hospitality. So th- that first part says God's people, like you guys are God's people. And so we can't forget to be serving each other. And I think the other part of that that can be really hard is being willing to receive that service. You know, whenever we're um, 
like maybe experiencing grief and someone wants to bring us a meal. Maybe that feels inconvenient to us or maybe we feel like it's an inconvenience to someone else to do that. But I think it's also important to receive that as much as it is to give that as well. And um, this weekend I was at Encounter with the teens and Sean was the speaker. And one of the things he said that I just kind of felt like fit into this was that the Christian community is the very heart of Jesus on earth. And so, like, I think if we can't find a way to serve even our brothers and sisters in Christ, how can we expect to be serving those who don't even know who Christ is? First um, John three eighteen says, Dear children, let us not merely say that we love each other. Let us show by truth in our actions. Um, but obviously on the other side of that, not only do we need to serve each other, but we need to be serving our community. And so I would challenge you to also think about the last time that you truly helped someone in our community or you got involved more than just like one time in the community. Um, Matthew five sixteen says, let your light shine before men in such a way that they may see your good deeds and moral excellence, and recognize and honor and glorify your Father who is in heaven. So we can't just expect for non-Christ followers, I think, anyways, this might just be my opinion, just to be, like, coming in the doors without us, like, being outside those doors and serving them. They need to tangibly see the love of Christ and experience that love, and so they need to be served Um, like Christ would serve them. We need to be involved in our community if we're going to expect change in our community. And so, to me, I think, how can we expect them to be coming to know Christ if nobody is out there telling them about Christ? Like, someone's not just gonna more than likely just be like, oh, look, a church that's been here for more than 20 years, I think I'll go inside there today. Like, that's, like, those, the people in our community need us. They need us to be serving them and to be telling them who Christ is. And I think it has to be more than just like a one-time thing. I think we need to be like building those relationships with them. So, um, I just would challenge you to give your time to God, give your gifts to God, like Brian's been talking about. If you still have not taken the time to figure out what your gifts are, then, Um, that would be a good place to start. Also, um, I think you need to allow him to, allow God to show you um, where you might be able to serve more. Um, Serving others the way Christ would also strengthens our relationship with him. It brings us closer to him. um, He teaches us humility through it. Just this morning, um, Eric and I were talking in Sunday school class about how in those times where we go into something like willing to serve people and we're not truly expecting, like sometimes it can be, like if I'm just being transparent, sometimes it can be really hard to serve someone and not like receive recognition for it because maybe it makes you feel like underappreciated. But I think that in those times, at least in my life, that I've just like erased that thought from my mind and just like gone and then just been like, Lord, like, teach me what you want to teach me through this service. Those are, like, the times that I have, like, truly felt connected with God in those moments, and he's just, like, taught me so much humility through it, and so I think it's important, obviously, for us to 
go into serving, not having expectations for it, and not like having in the back of our heads like, oh, well, I hope so-and-so like realizes I did this, or, you know, obviously not like boasting about what we've done. Um, But the one thought that has just like stayed in my mind um, while I was preparing this message is how can we expect to be more like Christ if we're not willing to serve like Christ. So um, I challenge you before you leave tonight um, to think of a way that you could plug in to serve, whether it be in our community or whether it be in our church. Um, You know, we have the turkey giveaway coming up, so maybe if you've never helped with that, that would be a good opportunity for you to sign up to help with that. Or... Um, Lindsay had mentioned she needs poodle skirts for the Christmas program, and that's another way you could serve. Um, Or um, even just, there's lots of organizations, the Forgotten Initiative, the Webster County Victims Assistance. There's just like so much in our community that I think we forget about, or we maybe assume that, you know, they already have the help they need, but more times than not, they don't. And so just... Whatever you feel led, I would just encourage you before you leave tonight to think of a way that this week you could get plugged in. Um, And then I would challenge you to tell somebody about it, not so that you can, like, boast about what you're going to do or so that you can be like, oh, look at what I'm going to do. I'm going to help with this. But to have that, like, accountability. I think it's important for us to have the accountability and for someone to challenge us, like... um, I know I was telling some of the teens this week, like, if I don't speak out loud sometimes, it's not, like, real to me. Like, I might believe it in my head or whatever, but I think that when I speak things, and probably this is true for most everybody else, um, it just helps to hold you accountable for that. So I would challenge you to actually tell somebody about it um, before you leave. And so I can guarantee that if you can find a way to serve this week, that God will teach you something new through it, and I feel like he'll help also teach you how to love others better, and um, yeah, because love is a demonstrated preference for the well-being of others over and above myself, even at great personal expense by the help of the Holy Spirit. So I just want to leave you with this um, closing thought one more time before I close us in prayer. How can you expect to be more like Christ if you aren't willing to serve like Christ? So pray with me. God, I just uh, thank you that we could come here tonight and to um, dig into your scripture. God, I pray that um, maybe something um, in this message stirred in someone's heart. God, I pray that you would just challenge us, God, to get outside of our comfort zone and to get plugged in to our community or maybe somewhere else in our church. God, I pray that um, just every person here would be challenged with something, God, and that they would um, just pray and seek what you might be asking them to do. God, I pray that we would just always be ready to serve those in our community, God, and to just tangibly show them who you are, God. It's in your name I pray these things. Amen.